This is Steal This Sermon number 26. Unicorns on a Bicycle Built for Two. I'm going to wander around for a while before we get to the unicorns on the bicycle built for two. This will give us an excellent opportunity to consider some of the weirdness of this life. Bob Goff is Prince of Weird Ideas. My favorite Bob idea is this one. It is so concrete, it is so specific, it is so either you do it or you don't do it, that uh, is one of the things that's beautiful about it. This Thursday, pick one thing in your life, then stop doing it. One thing in your life, stop doing it this Thursday. Then, Pick another one to quit every Thursday thereafter. And every Thursday, stop doing it. This is a life changer because you will always find something better to do with your time, with your life, than whatever you quit doing. Crazy stuff, you say? As Bob says, I'm here and the rest of the world just shows up. I guess I'm supposed to do something for it to be useful. Useful is a sacred word. How can one be useful? Try this joke on for size. Give a man a fire and he's warm for a day. Set a man on fire and he's warm for the rest of his life. Funny in a sick sort of way, or is it? Maybe the way one is useful is to set people on fire, a deeper fire than any flame, with the time we free up by quitting other things every Thursday and replace them with set someone on fire things. To be useful, to set fires, just agreeing with ideas is not enough. I cannot think of a single time Jesus asked his friends to just agree with him. Can you? Can you think of one time he just said, just agree with me? You don't have to do anything, just have to agree with me. I can't think of a single time he asked them to do stuff. He knew and they learned love is an action verb. It's not just a nice idea. He set them on fire. He convinced them they had nothing to lose. We really don't have anything to lose when you think about it. We all know how our story is going to end. As Shakespeare wrote, 500 years ago, golden lads and girls all must, as chimney sweepers come to dust. That dude wrote some pretty good rhymes, eh? Or as Marcus Aurelius, the Bob Goff of 2,000 years ago, saw, how fleeting and paltry is our estate. Yesterday we were an embryo, tomorrow we will be ashes. Notice how we all end up set on fire in both cases dust, ashes. We might as well be useful in the time that we have and get used to setting fires. When one assembles a person's material goods at the end of their life, one cannot help but think. Doesn't seem like a great deal for a lifetime, does it? The story is not wise because Jesus told it. Even the great man hit a clunker sometimes amidst his incredible string of wisdom. Here's a WTF one, 
I'll quote it. Seeing a lone fig tree by the road, Jesus came to it and, found, and finding no fruit, only leaves, he said to it, no longer shall there be any fruit from you, and at once the tree withered. End quote. Now, ministers have spent 2,000 years squeezing something out of it, but really, I mean, really. Now, for some wisdom for all of us. So wise, it perhaps should be a mandatory reading at every wedding, and yet it is never, ever used at weddings. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye, substitute spouse's eye, and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? Bingo! Wow! Right on target. Or for all of us, not a qui, not a, or for all of us, not a creed, but a question. Who do you say I am? In the end, that is exactly what our spiritual journey is. In fact, our whole life story, it is the question we must answer deep in our soul or we waste our life and we are given a clue as to the trail. One that is quitting one thing every Thursday will help us find. My kingdom is not of this world. Jesus lived this out by drawing to himself an amazing group of misfits. Not one class president or most likely to succeed in this bunch. Jesus picked 12 ordinary and pretty odd people, at least five of whom would let him down, and all of whom couldn't seem to quite understand the boss. With these 12, he changed the world. They changed the world. Yes, they did. These were the kind of folks many would disdain because they likely had more toes than teeth. Think about that one. More toes than teeth, get it? But all but one of the 12 had a know-who-you-are moment, a know-why-you-are moment. It's a young man driving trucks. I used to listen to a radio show by a guy named Mark James who played current music and found spiritual meaning in it. One line he picked out from a Bee Gees song went, I started to die which started the whole world living. Mark's ideas on this seemingly dopey song by a glitter group stuck with me and I have been blessed or seemingly cursed at the time with such moments. I'm going to close with two thoughts. Yes, I haven't forgotten the unicorns. A guy named Peter Thiel asked the best question of the last de decade. And here it is. What important truth do you believe that almost no one agrees with you? Wow. What important truth do you believe that almost no one agrees with you on? Question that really breaks the ice, eh? For me, that truth is that the moments in life that matter the most are those when we start to die and as a result, find a new path abandoning the old ones. We also can do a warm-up every Thursday. What is your big truth? That is a bit, or more than a little bit, off the rails. Let me know, and I will share your collective wisdom, surely greater than mine. Now, back to the title track, always the best song on the album. 
I have a wise friend who wears a silver pendant that reads, please, please be as weird as me. She wears it proudly and really believes it. The words come from a drawing of a unicorn trying to ride a bicycle built for two by itself. What a beautiful metaphor for our spiritual journey, a realization and an appreciation of what a unique and weird creature you are and the hope of sharing the journey with others, which starts the whole world living, which sets us on fire, which will set the world on fire. Amen. Hallelujah.